Sokka and Katara introduce Aang to an old water tribe friend, but only pay attention to him while leaving the Avatar in the cold. Aang receives an important message, but all he can do is hide it away for his own interests. Meanwhile, a pet-friendly bounty hunter helps bring Zuko closer to the battle he's been waiting for with the Avatar. Those were bad puns. This is Gotta Recap. Everybody. At last, it is time to talk about episode 15 of Avatar The Last Airbender. Nick Montagani, I'm here with the hero of time, Brendan Riley. That's me. That's what they call me. Has anybody called Link the hero of time? Well, okay, so here's two questions. I was going to ask you if anyone had called him that in a while, but then now that I'm sitting here and thinking about it, has anybody ever called Link the hero of time? Well, that's one of the links. There's a bunch of different heroes. I don't subscribe to this multiverse of Well, it's like, theory. it's not a multiverse thing. It's just a different time period. The hero of time is the, uh, the link in Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask. But isn't, so if we're trying to be canonical with this, isn't like the one where, don't they split it into three timelines? They do, but that's stupid as hell. At at Ocarina of Time is where that split yes. happens, yeah. Oh, what a mess. Hey, I did get, speaking of uh, Majora's Mask, here's a nice little fun thing to do on a podcast. I got an amiibo for the first time in a few years. Oh my god, it's Link holding a Goron mask. Pretty cute, huh? Mm-hmm. Have you been using that with the game? I did, and I got some shrooms. Nice. And uh, actually, I did get a uh, cloth that is the Majora's Mask pattern that I think I can use for my paraglider. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I had uh, a Twilight Princess amiibo. I'm sure I still have it. Yeah, it's probably in a box in the attic with all of my other amiibos. All the rest, all the rest. The gang's (laughs) all here. Tucked away safely. I got the whole Animal Crossing suite up there. So I can play, uh, what the fuck is that game? Amiibo Festival? Yeah, that sounds right. I do you think really it was worth liked it? that game. <laughs> yeah, I do. I've, not, I've actually never played it, so I can't judge it. People were really pissed that it's not Mario Party. All it is is like a stock market board game. That's kind of fun. But I'm though. kind of into it, <laughs> yeah. If you love the Animal Crossing vibe, then that yeah. is probably all you need. Yeah, there are no mini games, though. You just roll the dice and try to sell your turnips for a profit. Oh, Brandon, let's talk, let's talk about it, huh? Sure. The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom is the game. Why are there so many tears in this kingdom? Why is everyone so sad? What happened to these people? I don't know. I got 
I don't know. <laughs> I got a lot to say, but I feel like we I can't say anything yet. We're going to have a brief conversation here because I think eventually you and me are going to have a lot more to say yeah. about this game. And this is not the time or place. No, uh, broad strokes. I'll say it's more of the same. I, I think they've improved on a lot of it in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the new powers for the most part are better. Well, the one power, I, the building one that I thought was going to be terrible, I actually really like. Uh, and the other ones, I think, are garbage nonsense that I don't care for. I just don't know what use the recall power is. Uh, I, I always forget that I can even do that. Same. Um, but sometimes it's good because, like, one time I accidentally dropped a thing off a cliff and the the recall itself has, like, extreme range. So yeah. I could hit the thing down at the bottom of the cliff and I got it back to me. That's pretty useful. Like, okay, that's the one use I have for this. The only thing that I found that it really does me any good is in uh, fights with the stone talus. Yep. It will throw big boulders at you. Uh, oh. You can recall those and it will go back and hit the thing itself. There you go. Okay. I was fighting one of those that was kicking my ass because it was made it makes of it ice a lot- and I couldn't touch it. It makes it a lot easier if you do exactly what I just said. Yeah. Um, how come everything in this game kills you in one hit? It's really weird. It's, huh? I fucking it's, hate it's like that. Everything, everything does. For everything except the red moblins, pretty much. Correct. Yeah, that's true. Um, um, I did a, I yeah. did like a dungeon, and everything in the dungeon killed me in one hit. Mm-hmm. I was like, this fucking sucks. I'm <laughs> not having very much fun with the combat. Although I didn't have that much fun with the combat in Breath of the Wild either. What's the best Zelda combat? Wind Waker. Uh. Well, Wind Waker is just kind of mashy. <clears throat> I think they're all kind of just mashy, except uh, Skyward Sword, which had like you had to actually well, swipe in certain directions. Is that good or bad? Uh, it was good in some places, bad in others. The the Girahim boss fights were a nightmare. Uh, but like fighting the yeah. the Deku Babas and you had mm-hmm. to like cut them in half when their mouths opened in different directions like a fortune teller. Mm-hmm. I liked that. That was fun. I did, too. Um, yeah, Tears of the Kingdom. I'm okay. I think you're I think you're having this is just my observation. You've to this point, you have played a lot more of this game than I have. Yeah, probably 20 to 30 hours somewhere in there. Here is a gauge Mm -hmm. for you. I think I've done like 21, 22 shrines, something like that. Okay. Where where do you think what if you had to wager? I'm trying to count how many upgrades I've got. I have enough for three upgrades right now, so that's twelve right there. And I think I've gotten four or five other upgrades, which would be twenty, so about thirty something shrines. Okay, the shrines are kind of hard so, to find in this one, though. They're not like all over the place like yeah. they were in Breath of the Wild. There's a lot more like puzzle shrines or like shrines that you get by doing things in the world. I feel like I found mm-hmm. to this point there's a lot of that going on. There was some of that in Breath of the Wild. Yeah, there's one type of shrine that I don't care for. I don't know if you've done it, though, um, but you have to find a piece and bring it to the shrine. And I don't mm, I don't no. like that. No, I have not done that. Not a fan of that. Um, OK, but I think the shrines overall are more fun. Um, there were there have been a few that I'm like, all right, this is kind of cool. Uh, also, I felt like it was a real uh, dick move for them to put a small key in one of the tutorial shrines. Mm-hmm. I was like, I see what they're doing and I don't appreciate it. 
<laughs> there were small keys in uh, uh, Breath of the Wild. Were there? I don't remember there yeah, being any there small were, keys. It was rare that mm. that would happen, but there were small keys in some yeah. shrines. Of the 30-something I've done, I've seen it twice now. Okay. Uh, but I, for me, it felt like they were like, oh, we heard that you guys missed the Zelda stuff, so here's a small key, bitch. Fucking enjoy that. I was on the way to some climactic story moment here in Tears of the Kingdom, and they gave me a map, and I was like, oh, are we doing, like, maps and compasses again? And it was not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like a treasure map? different. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I think I found a couple of those now. So I guess I feel like from my perspective, I, I, it looks to me like you're enjoying this game a little bit more than I think you expected to. Uh, yeah, I mean, I had a lot of fun with Breath of the Wild. I just am, am still disappointed that it's not, it doesn't have the Zelda thing. Sure. Uh, and this one is doing a better job. Yes. Like I said, I did a dungeon, um, and I thought that was all right, but it's not, it's not the kind of dungeon I'm looking for. It's still pretty similar to like the Divine Beasts. I've also done a dungeon uh, without spoiling anything for not only people listening, but also you and me in this conversation. Each other, yeah. I did the uh, what the it was a it was snowy. It was a snowy area. I did not do that one. Okay, I did With, a watery area. Okay, okay, interesting. Mm-hmm. I mean, not that interesting, but I'm yeah. glad to know we did different. Ones. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think you did the one it's it's trying to get you to do first. Uh, yeah, possibly. And I got lost on the way to it and ended up at this other one. And I was like, all right, this is fine. Fair enough. I, this is where I wanted to be anyway. <laughs> um, yeah, I kind of had the same observation that like it's getting closer to like a classic Zelda formula, but mm-hmm. it's still very much kind of like a Breath of the Wild thing. Yeah. I did think the one I did had a, a long lead up to the dungeon, which I thought was very cool. Um, yeah. So that's good. I like that. But then like the dungeon itself was like, oh, it's 10 minutes long and yeah, super simple. I am. I feel like right now I'm having a good time with this game, but there was a long stretch of time where I was playing the game it's almost hard for me to talk about because it's like so frustrating, Mm -hmm. but I have been having a terrible time with the main mechanic that you like, which is the fusing things together. I'm shocked at how much I'm enjoying that. And I've seen incredible things on like Twitter. People are doing like crazy stuff with that mechanic in this game. Uh, I'm having maybe a little bit better of a time than I was, but like for a long time, when you tried to make a ladder out of trees, it was, that was an absolute nightmare. (laughs) And if it was something that wasn't like the new legend of Zelda game that I had just spent $70 on, I would have probably stopped. (laughs) Um, But even beyond that, like I've been having a really tough time with that mechanic, the ultra hand. Yes. Yeah. Mechanic, the glue, the glue, the the glue gun, the hot glue gun mechanic that <laughs> yep. you get. Uh, and I think it's because, like, I've never been into, like, a sort of physics-y kind of, like, system game mm-hmm. where, like, oh, if I put X and Y together, it will make Z happen. And yep. it's, it's almost like they took the parts of 
Breath of the Wild where people would post funny clips on YouTube of like, look at this contraption I made that will like soar across all of the map just by like hitting this simple thing in like the right direction and triggering this thing to happen. It's like they made they saw that and they were like, oh, what if we made the whole game that? Yeah, uh, I actually had that thought as well. I was like, this is just they 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 I don't think they liked that people were doing that. So they were like, well, if they're going to do it anyway, they're going to do it the way we want them to. Right. Uh, I, so now you have to carry around parts for it, which I think sucks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't use those, though. If I don't if the part I need isn't around on the ground, then that's not what I need to be doing is kind of how I've yeah. been approaching it. Right. So like I'll be saving those parts up probably till the end of the game and then I'll maybe I'll fuck around and build something cool. I haven't used any of those portable cooking pots yet. No, me either. I mark every cooking pot on the map and if I need to cook, I just fast travel. Yeah, yeah. Not not necessary. There's probably some other use for that that people will find out. Have you checked the stable? Cuz last I asked you hadn't. I did check the stable. Okay, good. Uh you keep all your horses from Breath of the Wild. And I think that's pretty fucking cool. (laughs) I started a new save on Breath of the Wild not that long ago. So like, oh, no, I I know any horses that I had were gone. But I did have a few horses that I had. Like I got the big horse from Breath of the Wild. That was in my stable. Mm -hmm. The really, really big one. Um, And that was a pleasant surprise. Yeah, that they did. I liked that. that. Um, I don't know. I'm in, I'm enjoying it. It's still not quite what I wanted from a Zelda game, but it's getting closer. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. One thing I do have to talk about, though, is they moved everything around on the map. And I don't understand why. Like what or like there, it doesn't give you a reason anything's moved around. Like I'm, I'm confused about it. Things are in the wrong place, but it's supposed to be the same map. I mean, I guess to like. Yeah, make it feel like a newer game. That's why they would move stuff around. But if it's supposed to be a sequel to a game, which is not something that happens a lot in mm-hmm. the Zelda franchise, you would think they would have done less of that. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean? It's it's just weird. Um, and it, the map doesn't feel as exciting to me. I don't know what it is. Yeah. Maybe the the sky, like the the vistas, or like the points of interest that you can see from any given place, aren't as exciting. Except the towers that that you use to clear the map. With the big like right. lights that shine up on them at night. Those, Those are cool are to cool. look at. Yeah. I feel like I'm too distracted by seeing like the big holes in the ground. Yes, I have done a few of those. Um, I did find in one of them uh, a boss that was kind of neat. Hmm. Um, but for the most part, I don't go down there because I won't use the, the light seeds on their own. I will only use them with arrows and I'm constantly out of arrows in this game. Yeah, I'm having the same problem. Yeah, so I don't go down there because I don't have enough arrows. I'm sure there's going to reach a point where, like, you'll be spending most of your time down there. There'll be some sort of storyline where it's like, oh, yeah, you got to be you got to be doing stuff down there. Yeah, I'm sure I'll eventually get back down there. Right now, I've been spending most of my time on the surface uh, and trying to sequence break the Sky Islands by, like, launching myself out of cannons and, Mm -hmm. and trying to land on ones that I don't think it wants me to be landing on. I'll tell you what, Brendan, uh, without spoiling what I had done, you should uh, make your way towards the snowy area because it makes that particular thing you're trying to do a little bit easier. Oh, does it? I got uh, uh, a piece of armor. 
that helps. Yeah, I think that. I got the same piece of armor. It, you know what? This is kind of a weird conversation to be having on a podcast. Yeah, we right don't have now. to be doing this anymore. We'll do we'll do a uh, a full in depth thing at some point in the future when we've both either finished it or satisfied ourselves that we will not finish it. So let's let me kind of try to summarize our thoughts here. See if I'm on the money with, mm-hmm. with where we're both at. You're having a good time. Better time than you expected, but still seeing some of the problems that you were frustrated with in yes. Breath of the Wild. Yep. I'm having, uh, I, I am enjoying some of the improvements that it's made over Breath of the Wild, but am frustrated with like some of the main mechanics that I'm, I'm just not used to doing that in games and like gotta get my mind wrapped around some just of those. Just not clicking with you yet, yeah. And it's making me, this is why it's hard for me to talk about it. It's like, it's, it's like making me feel stupid. Oh, I don't think it's, it's and it's, it's sad. Well, thanks. Yeah, thank you so much for that. That's <laughs> kind of what I was fishing for, really. I was just hoping you would say something like that. Uh, no, it's making me feel dumb. And like seeing the things that people are doing online, I'm like, well, why am I not getting it? Mm-hmm. I've seen some things people are building and it's, I don't know. I've been keeping everything very simple. <laughs> yeah. Um, I'm... I am just by my limited creativity with such things. Mm-hmm. I just make things that do the job that I want them to do. Because uh, I don't like the power mechanic. But anyway, that's enough. <laughs> <laughs> I know. We're getting way too into the weeds with this. But it's, you know, it's the new Zelda game. It's, it's, <clears throat> it's the new hotness. Everyone's playing it. There's a lot to be said. Mm-hmm. Much more to be said, I'm sure we'll have things to say later on, but Brendan, first we must say many things about episode 15 of Avatar The Last Airbender. Shall we do that instead? We shall. Yep, 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 yep. Episode 15 of Avatar The Last Airbender, titled Bato of the Water Tribe. Mm-hmm. Brendan, <laughs> we've just spent so much time talking about Zelda since we recorded the intro to this episode which was also entirely about Zelda. Yeah, we couldn't stop. We just decided that you people didn't need to be subjected to it. <laughs> How long did we just talk about it? For like an extra 15 plus minutes? I think we probably spent, yeah, I think we probably spent another 20 minutes talking about it. <laughs> and uh, said nothing. so much to say. We, no, we, <laughs> we just danced around things. Yeah, that's funny. We were like, oh, this is Maybe we should have talked about it more in the intro, but people don't want to hear us going, have you have you seen this thing yet? No, I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I'll, I'll stop. All right. Oh, yeah, oh, no spoilers. <laughs> no, it's riveting. It's riveting conversation for <laughs> listeners and also you and me in this moment. Yep, yep. <laughs> it is kind of enticing, though, for you to be like, ooh, I have a little secret and me to be like, ooh, I don't know what you're talking about. I'm very excited. <laughs> We can't talk about Zelda anymore, Brenda. Nope. We've talked about it so much. We have to talk about Bato of the Water Tribe. We do. We are obligated. <laughs> right, we simply must. There's so many other things I want to talk about. <laughs> but I guess we'll talk about Bato. Bato. Bato of the Water Tribe, October 7th, 2005. Previously on Avatar. Uh, last time around, we got to meet Aunt Wu. Yep. And hilarity ensued. Yeah, it was pretty good. That was a fun episode. Surprisingly good. I think we had a much better time with that than, uh, a lot of other filler episodes. Although, hey, I don't know. We'll see what this episode has in store for us. We will. 
It's a filler episode. Oh, I've already spoiled too much. <laughs> That's okay. Let's let's find out if it's really filler or not. Uh, there's no setup for the events of this episode. We jump immediately into the action. Mm-hmm. They are in the middle of a forest and Aang finds a sword made out of a whale's tooth. And it's very clearly made by a certain tribe of people who might live in a watery area of the world. Oh, who could it be? It's hard to tell, really. Maybe they're Um, getting close to the North Pole now. I don't know where the fuck they are. Where are they? I have no idea. I have not known where they are pretty much the entire time. We really need to follow through on one of these things that we've said in the past and like see if somebody has a episode by episode kind of map mm-hmm. of this show. I think that would go a long way towards sort of easing <laughs> So we can see concerns. how meandering their path is 15 yeah, episodes and they still haven't gotten to the North Pole. We have a really easy to follow goal here, guys, and you, you're way far off course. <laughs> or maybe they're not. Maybe they're right next door. We don't know. Yeah, we, and we, we don't know how much time passes between episodes. Could be years. Could be. Well, I mean, we had less than a year's timeline set, but maybe they already missed that deadline and now they're just picking up the pieces. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's a mess. Uh, yeah, it's a sword made out of a whale's tooth. Sokka picks it up. And it's the same color as his fucking shirt. So it's like, all right. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) We get it. Uh, Sokka has what is maybe the least relevant flashback that's ever been done in television history. Mm -hmm. We see a younger Sokka, little baby boy Sokka, uh, standing near some ships in his icy homeland. Uh, Some people are like walking by Sokka and the ships. Little Sokka is frowning. Nobody is holding a sword that is made out of a whale's tooth. Yep. (laughs) It does not make an appearance in this flashback. Nope. Should it? I don't know. He's like looking at this thing and he's like, I think I know what this is. And then flashes back to... Not Something that, that yeah. <laughs> is not related to it. I mean, related to where it comes from, but like it does not show up itself. Yeah. I don't know. I just thought it was weird. But it's of course, a, now Sokka is like, oh, I know exactly what this is. It's a tangential memory. <laughs> yeah, this uh, gets me half of the way there. <laughs> but uh, Sokka's deduction, he figures out this is a water tribe weapon. Um. And then he puts his tracking skills to the test and notices signs of a battle between some water tribe warriors and some firebenders. Mm-hmm. He leads them to a beach, but he sighs when the trail ends. Yeah, very sad. You know, he was on to something, but uh, he was doing a whole it. like uh boondock saints kind of thing like recreating the battle mm-hmm. for everyone as they're walking around or like uh aragorn and uh, the two towers oh you're yeah. not a lord of the rings guy maybe this is wasted on you yeah i, I don't care for lord of the rings <laughs> we'll watch the extended no. uh, versions for this podcast i Ooh, will I, not do that 
I would love to watch those, but I would not love to talk about them. If it takes us like three or four times the length of an episode of Avatar The Last Airbender to record one of these podcasts, can you imagine what it would be like to yeah. do the extended versions of Lord of the Rings? We simply do not have time. There is no time. There's not enough time left of the planet before we crash into the sun. <laughs> yep. No, nope, not happening. As much as people demand it, which, uh, you know, they are. <laughs> um, yeah, Sokka's all sad that the trail has run cold, but Katara says, hey, look, and points at the big ass water tribe boat that somehow Sokka missed when he, he ran onto it. this boat yeah, or this beach. It blends in with the with the ocean. Not really. It's <laughs> kind of like it's like a hundred feet to their right. And it's it's he's like, oh, man, I can't believe we lost him. Katara's like, uh, Sokka, you've really got tunnel vision here on the, <laughs> the water or something. Yeah, he's looking at the, the prints on the ground. Well, just look up a little bit and you'll find what you were looking for. Uh, it's not just any boat, though, Brendan. It's a boat from their father's fleet. Whoa, what are the chances? Pretty crazy, huh? Mm-hmm. We'll recall that Sokka and Katara's dad was the leader of the Southern Water Tribe. Yep. And left with the rest of the men of the tribe to go fight in the war. Yes. Kind of informs what we're going to do a little bit in this episode. We're going to fight the war. We're going to really fight the war in mm-hmm. this episode. It's like a Saving Private Ryan, but Avatar. Uh, at the end of the episode, uh, Bato is like bleeding out and pulls Sokka close and he says, earn this. <laughs> it's my one. It's my one that I have. Katara picks up her arm and just kind of walks around like holding her <laughs> In arm. In a daze, yeah. <laughs> That's nice. That's family friendly. Uh, it cuts to a extreme close up of Iroh's face. And I'm like, hey, <laughs> all right, this guy again. There he is. He's our favorite guy. While. We haven't seen this guy in much too long. Mm-hmm. He's back. Uh, he has somehow convinced Zuko to sit down and have a cup of tea with him. Mm-hmm. Not sure how he pulled that off. No, he's making a lot of progress. His uncle duties are really, yeah, coming a long way. Yeah. Uh, Zuko... Goes to take a sip of tea, but nothing is simple in the life of Prince Zuko, and his tea gets splashed right into his face. Oh, no. Which has got to be scalding hot, but uh, if you're a firebender, that doesn't hurt? I don't know. Yeah, he's already got a big burn. <laughs> yeah, there's you can't. There's nowhere to go but up. Mm-hmm. Um, it splashes as there's a loud bang somewhere on the ship. And they go out to the deck of the ship, and there is a woman who crashes onto the deck, riding on the back of one of the gnarliest animals you have ever seen. Yeah, it's pretty rad, actually. Like a weird blind mole bear. (laughs) Go on. I have my own descriptors of this thing, because I'm not really sure what to make of it. That's it. I have uh, mole slash anteater slash badger, but bear also fits in there yeah, somewhere. It's just a really big mole. It's got them weird nose fingers that the blind moles have. It's kind of yucky on this big thing, though. Mm-hmm. But It's uh, yucky it's, on the little ones, too. It's terrifying. Yeah, I mean, there's no animal that should have that, but here we are. Um, Yeah, big beast. It's got no eyes, either. 
Uh, and she is a bounty hunter that's chasing a stowaway. Uh, Zuko's like, hey, I have a long history of having a really good grasp of what's going on behind the scenes on my ship. <laughs> yep. There's definitely not a stowaway on the ship. I <laughs> I know what's going on here, okay? Yeah, I would know. Not everybody else on the ship is kind of like secretly pulling the strings and letting me feel like I'm a big man. Like that's <laughs> not happening on my ship. Nope. I'm number one around here. Um, the creature bites a giant scrap of metal. It bites the metal away from. Yeah. Ship. Just tears a big hole right in the floor. This fucking thing is insane. Mm-hmm. I'm glad that these don't exist. It gets worse, too. No, this is only the beginning. <laughs> it sticks its nose down into the hole and starts sniffing. Um, it doesn't see because it doesn't have eyes, but it can see through smell. And uh, at a black and white image of the inside of Zuko's ship, we start to see a wispy green trail that leads towards a man who is hiding in a barrel. Mm-hmm. Like in Twilight Princess. Just like in Twilight Princess. Mm-hmm. Do you want to talk about Zelda on this podcast? No. I don't either. I have no interest. I don't think I would ever want to do that. No, that sounds uh, not fun and (laughs) uh, very frustrating. Uh, The man tries to run away and the creature whips its long barbed tongue out at him. Yeah, it does. Gross. (laughs) This, This thing, it can do everything. It's a Swiss army knife of a... Fucking abomination. Of monstrosity, yeah. Shouldn't exist. Uh, The man falls over completely paralyzed, and the bounty hunter, she calls this thing a sheer shoe and says that the paralyzing effect is only temporary. Uh, Zuko questions how it was able to find the stowaway, and she says it can smell a rat from a continent away. It's kind of another fun feature of this thing. Yeah. It's very good at finding rats. Um, from as far away as you need it, even perhaps a whole continent. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I don't think I would need that, but if I did, I know where to go. <laughs> I know who to call. Uh, she rides off and uh, Iroh kind of watches her ride off. Iroh is immediately extremely horny for this lady. Yeah, he is. And that will keep up. <laughs> In what (laughs) promises to be the best through line of the entire episode. (laughs) Yep. The gang is camping out near that boat that they found. Everyone else is asleep, but Sokka is sitting by the fire and he has another flashback. um, And young Sokka is fully geared up and has painted his face kind of like he did in the second episode of the show while he was waiting to fight the approaching Fire Nation army. It's pretty cool war paint. But he's a little little tiny baby boy here, so it looks even more adorable on him. Yeah. It's also adorable because Sokka speaks and they pitch his voice up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Same voice actor. But they give him a little bit of Alvin and Chipmunks feel so you can. <laughs> it's him, but he's young. That's you how see. you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's trying to go to war with his father and the rest of the men. Sokka. I'm coming with you. You're not old enough to go to war, Sokka. You know that. I'm strong. I'm brave. I can fight. 
Please, Dad! Being a man is knowing where you're needed the most. And for you right now, that's here protecting your sister. I don't understand. Someday you will. I'm gonna miss you so much. <laughs> little Sokka gives his dad a big hug and tears roll down his little baby face. It's very sad. Mm -hmm. That's the last you time he him. saw him. I know, and he's clearly, it's, it puts a, in, into a little bit of perspective because we've figured that Sokka is probably like 15, 16, somewhere mm -hmm. in that range. And in this sequence of young Sokka, like crying in his father's arms, he's much younger than that. Yeah. So it's been a number of years since the men have gone off to war. Mm -hmm. But maybe we found him. You feel bad for them. Their mother's gone. Grand Grand is a crank. Ruining all their fun all the time. Yeah. <laughs> so they did the right thing, getting out of that situation as fast as they could. <laughs> Sokka is pondering all of this in present day, but here's something approaching them. And from the darkness behind them steps a water tribe man uh, with one arm all bandaged up. And Sokka immediately recognizes him and says, Bato! Bato! Here he is, the titular Bato of the water tribe. A Bato of water. There are so many puns that could be made off of the name Bato. Mm -hmm. uh, but only if we choose to make them. I like that it's just boat, but they moved the vowels around. <laughs> just, <laughs> I actually thought it was Tobe, but then they moved the vowels around. <laughs> it was actually Toad, but then they moved the vowels around and flipped the B, <laughs> flipped the D into a B. They changed Yeah, they changed the letter entirely. I don't know why I had to make that much more complicated <laughs> when it's obviously what you said, but I think mine is more fun. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I would agree. And he's a very toad-like man. You know, he's always jumping around. Yeah, eating flies. <laughs> you touch him and then you get pimples on your skin. This mm -hmm. happens in this episode. It does. Several characters. Yep. Fuck. <laughs> Fuck Bato, Brendan. Can we say fuck Bato right off the bat? I mean, yeah, but like, he's he's nothing. He's nothing. He's <laughs> like, nothing at all. I, I, I don't even feel right saying fuck Bato because I have no strong feelings about Bato. Bato is nothing to me. In he's any way. Yeah. He's this vehicle for us to remember, oh, dad's off to war and we're sad. And it's like, oh, it's okay. We have Bato here. It's like, all right, well, yeah. that's like a cheap knockoff of a fun water tribe character is we get he's, Bato. He's just here for Aang to be jealous of him. Fuck Bato. Yeah, you're right. Fuck Bato is not the appropriate response. It's just like, okay, Bato is yeah. maybe what we should say. <laughs> okay, Bato. <laughs> Go on, Bato. Do your thing and be on your way. <laughs> uh, everyone wakes up now and Sokka and Katara run into the waiting arms of everyone's favorite water tribe member, Bato. Yep. <laughs> Bato is voiced by the same guy who is Sully in the Uncharted games. Oh, I didn't know that. I know you're not a huge Uncharted game kind of guy. I played the first one. 
I've played all of them, and for this guy to have the exact same voice as Sully is extremely distracting for me. <laughs> I didn't even notice. I uh, couldn't help but notice and couldn't help but wish that it was just Sully and not Bato. <laughs> Fucking Bato, goddammit. <laughs> he sucks. If only it was a better character. <laughs> if only it was someone with character and not Bato. <laughs> Uh, Aang introduces himself to Bato, everyone's favorite character, Bato. <laughs> yep. Uh, while Sokka and Katara is asking where their dad is, uh, Bato says their dad, who is named Hakoda, better name than Bato. Mm-hmm. But you can't really make, is that a pun for Hakoda? It's almost like Dakota. All the people in the Dakotas are probably loving this guy. Probably, yeah. This guy who we saw in one flashback scene, and also his name is not a pun on their estate. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying so hard to make anything out of these fucking water tribe characters. (laughs) I mean, someone has to. Well, it's not going to be Bato himself, (laughs) because he had his chance and he blew it. Uh, He says that Hakoda and the rest of the men are fighting somewhere in the Earth Kingdom uh, arm in arm, they all walk with Bato, with Aang trailing behind. Mm-hmm. He takes them to an abbey where he's been staying since he was wounded. Yep, for some inde- indetermined amount of time. D- we don't have time to figure that out. No. Bato just is the way that he is, and we all have to accept it, and we will by this episode's end. Yeah, yep. <laughs> They go to an abbey with like a bunch of nuns walking around. I wonder what is religion like in the world of Avatar, the last airbender. Yeah, I don't know. Um, Well, maybe I kind of do because they had that one episode of Korra. Maybe they're still praying to those things. Yeah, I mean, that's possible. But those are like spirits. Like we know that spirits are a thing. Everyone is aware that spirits are a thing. Mm -hmm. But what is like, do they worship the spirits? I don't know. It, it makes me wonder. Maybe. Yeah. I don't know. I also don't really care. <laughs> I this think. is how I feel about this whole <laughs> fucking episode. I don't yeah. care about any of this shit. I don't really give a shit what they're doing here. <laughs> also, I mean, let's be honest, Brendan. I guarantee there's an article about this exact place that we're in right now and the cultures of Avatar The Last Airbender Tumblr. Mm-hmm. The perfumers. I could have looked it up. I could have looked into this a little bit more, but again, this is Bato of the Water Tribe we're talking about here. We don't, there's no reason to. We don't need to spend any more time on it than we have to. <laughs> no, and it's my fault for keeping this going right now, so let's move right on, huh? All right. <laughs> Bato introduces them all to the nuns and they address Aang... They're, you know, they have a lot of reverence for the Avatar, and he starts to respond to them, but Sokka very quickly cuts him off and is like, hey, you guys smell that? Yeah, something smells good. What the heck is that? Hey, Aang, shut up for a minute. Does everybody smell that? (laughs) What is that? I can't smell with you talking in my ear. (laughs) Too many senses at once. I gotta focus on this one right now. Um... But it's a, you know, a little bit of a pattern here as Sokka's been stepping all over Aang ever since Big Bad Bato came to town. Yeah. 
he turns into a different person when Bato's around. <laughs> Bato, you bring out the worst in me. <laughs> I've always said that. Um, the nuns here, yes, they're making perfume, which Sokka suggests they should use on Appa because Appa smells bad. Mm-hmm. Rude. What is yeah? Sokka probably doesn't smell great. He spent a lot of days out on the road. Yeah, we don't we don't hear that they bathe at any point. Never seen it. Nope. So they're probably all in the same category. They're all real stinky kids. Uh, it's tough out there for stinky kids. Stinky kids need the most attention. Um, Bato takes all of them to his room here at the Abbey, which is decorated just like home at the Southern Water Tribe. Mm hmm. Uh, Sokka and Katara love that. Aang is not as into it. He's creeped out by the animal skins all over the room. Yeah, he doesn't love that idea. No. Aang, the vegetarian, uh, the animal lover, this is not his favorite hangout spot. Nope. Um, but Bato has prepared a fresh pot of stewed sea prunes. Mmm. Delicious. Yeah, sounds awesome. Sounds like, but honestly, Brendan, sounds like something Bato would be eating. Sounds huh? like it, yeah. What's That's the, a Bato meal if I've ever heard What's the one. worst food we could have this guy eating? That's a Bato special. <laughs> um, The three Water Tribe members are hanging out, eating some sea prunes and swapping Water Tribe stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, Aang tries to jump into a conversation and Sokka just completely steps over him like he's not even there. Yeah, he's being a real dick. He's being a real asshole. And I, I don't know. I have some thoughts on the way everybody acts in this episode, as I'm sure you do as well. Mm -hmm. Bato says, or I don't even know. Somebody says something about a great blubber fiasco, uh, which Aang wants to know more about. But Sokka's like, not now, Aang. Wait your turn, goddammit. Yeah. It's a long story. We'll tell you later. <laughs> Unlikely. And honestly, probably better off not knowing. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't really want to know. He's just trying it's to gonna... engage. <laughs> just trying to feel something for once, <laughs> goddammit. Um, the three of them talk some more about more water tribe bullshit, but mm -hmm. Bato scolds Aang for putting on an old ceremonial hat that he has hanging on the wall. Yeah, why does he even have that? Why do they bring all this stuff with them on the boat? Where, again, where are they? Like, they uh, had all that stuff on the boat, but also, like, he made these stewed sea prunes. Like, where do you get the ingredients for that? In the sea. Yeah, but is the sea here, wherever they are, the sea, the same kind of sea as they have at home? You know, this, know. The marine life is not the same in all parts of this great o ocean of ours, Brendan. You need to stop asking questions. I know. I'm getting, I'm trying to get too deep on an episode that doesn't deserve it. Cease your investigation. I need to know. This is all things <laughs> I need to know to be able to move on. I don't think I'll be able to watch another episode if we My immersion. <laughs> Yeah, I need to be 100% invested in everything that happens in every episode that I don't even like. Uh, spoilers for how I feel about this episode. <laughs> if you couldn't already fucking tell. It wasn't tell. already <laughs> evident, yeah. <laughs> uh, Aang sulks and plops himself alone in the corner of the room. Uh, smash cut to a much livelier scene 
uh, some guy gets tossed out of a window at a rowdy tavern. Mm-hmm. Like, yes, this is where I want to be. All right, now this episode's picking up steam. Yeah, let's hang out here. For the rest for of the episode. While, yeah. More than just a scene, surely. Please don't let it be over in a minute. <laughs> uh, we'll find out. Uh, inside the bounty hunter woman who is named June, which I'm not sure if that's ever said during the episode. Um, I don't think so. I'm not sure, but, uh, June is her name. All right. She is easily winning an arm wrestling match against Ryu from Street Fighter. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Zuko barges in and, uh, says, out of my way, filth. Yeah, all the people in the bar, which Iroh again has to like come in and pick up the Zuko's PR mess. guy. Yeah, <laughs> I I'm actually sorry, think I'm it's kind of good. He's like, oh, he doesn't mean it. I'm sure you bathe regularly. <laughs> you guys are great. You guys are much cleaner than you know <laughs> Sokka and Katara and Appa. You know, we already established they don't bathe, but you guys, you smell great. Which actually comes in handy in this episode. Their powerful stench becomes a main plot point. That's you know what? That's true. So it helps move things along. (laughs) Um, Zuko confronts June uh, and she calls them angry boy and uncle lazy, which is pretty good. Yep. Yep. Very fair. Accurate nicknames. Even Iroh loves being called uncle lazy. He's like, yes, this is fucking great. (laughs) Yes, mommy. (laughs) (laughs) Please. All right. Now step on me. What? (laughs) Yeah. Please, mistress. Uh, Zuko's like, hey, you got to pay for that huge hole you made in my ship. Mm -hmm. Rightfully so. Um, June slams Ryu's arm down and the bar patrons shower her in coins. She's like, sorry, I can't help. Money's a little tight right now as (laughs) money is falling onto her. (laughs) She's scooping up armfuls of cash. I just, I can't, I'm so strapped right now. I'm Mm -hmm. sorry. I gotta buy all these guys drinks. She does ultimately do that. So, you know, money in, money out, but money well spent, I would say. Mm -hmm. Keeping everyone happy. Probably keeping good with the locals. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yep. Yeah, get a couple extra leads on stowaways or Mm -hmm. rats on other continents. Uh, I don't know, Brendan. I'm trying to make the most out of this storyline because it's the good one in the episode. (laughs) Yeah, it is. The B plot should be the A plot. (laughs) It shines brighter than the other one does. Uh, Zuko grabs her arm and very sinisterly says, money isn't what I had in mind. Oh, no. Which feels... (laughs) I need an adult. (laughs) Problematic. Yeah. (laughs) Zuko... What exactly did you mean by that? And thank God, like, we move on to address what he did mean by that, like, right away. (laughs) On a different show, there might be different things going on. That's weird. (laughs) It's gross. I don't like that line. (laughs) Um, Zuko wants the Shearshu to track down Team Avatar with the only thing he has that has their scent on it. That's right, Brendan. Finally, it matters in an episode. We're talking about Katara's necklace. Oh, my God. It actually has a function. Did it take seven episodes? Uh, Well, let's see. She lost it in the 
prison episode, which would have been episode six. Okay, so like eight episodes then. Not yeah, eight or nine. This is episode fifteen. So yeah, yep, nine. Jesus, Jeez. <laughs> I think it came up one other time. I think it did. Yeah, I think they were like, "Hey, remember that necklace?" And she said, "No," and then they moved on. What are you talking about? <laughs> I've never had a necklace before. What do you? This is useless <laughs> to me. No, finally, the necklace has some kind of purpose on the show. Um, she is not into this idea, though. June is not willing to work for them. And Iroh says, hey, we'll pay your weight in gold. And she points at Iroh's big belly and says, make it your weight. And we've got a deal. <laughs> yep. And he loves it. Again. <laughs> yes. He's very please. into this. <laughs> now, now spit on me. <laughs> Chains and whips excite me, he says. <laughs> he is, uh, yeah, I don't know. There's a little Dom sub going on here. <laughs> uh, you know, Iros, let the man have his kinks. Yeah, we're not here to shame. No, you know, he's old. Just let him like what he likes. <laughs> it's going to be fine. Uh, the sheer shoe sniffs the necklace, which gives off a purple hue and... Uh, it kind of looks around and sees different colored trails everywhere, but then focuses in on a purple one and takes off with everyone riding it. Mm -hmm. This is kind of cool that it like sees like, okay, well, this is this thing that I'm following. And then this is this other thing that I'm following, but I'm going towards this specific color that like I'm following. I think that's cool. Yeah. Kind of neat. I'm, tra <laughs> I'm trying to make the most of this. <laughs> I still just think of Zelda where it's like, oh, do you want to forget this other scent and learn the new one? <laughs> and you go, I, I don't know why you're presenting an option. Of course I do. But yes, yes, of course. Yes, I will. <laughs> Just fucking do it. <laughs> do you want to talk about Zelda some more? No. Yeah, I, I kind of do. <laughs> uh, Bato tells Sokka and Katara that he's waiting for a message which will reveal their father's location and says uh, once he receives it, they can come with him and see their father again. Uh, they are both so excited at this idea. Uh, Aang hears all of this and he's like, well, I have no friends again. <laughs> yeah, he he immediately is like, they've given up on me and storms out. <laughs> like, That's the end of Team Avatar, huh? <laughs> he doesn't even wait to hear their response as soon as it's like posed that it's something they could do. He's like, obviously, they're going to do that. I'm alone. I'm alone. <laughs> This is always how it was meant to be. I don't know why I let myself keep getting close to people. <laughs> it's inevitable. Yeah, I'm uh, <laughs> meant to be a stranger on this world, walking my own path with no one beside me. I don't need friends. They disappoint me. <laughs> yeah, please. I'm better off on my own, he says, and he walks out of the tent. Fucking uh, little piece of shit. <laughs> moron. Everyone's so stupid in this episode. Just get a grip, everybody. Yeah, they're, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> uh, after he leaves, they say probably what they should have said the whole time to make this exact thing not happen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, they both admit, you know, as nice as it would be to see their dad, they need to stick to the mission and help Aang get to the North Pole, to which Bato agrees and says that their dad would be very proud of them. And you know what drives me crazy about that is in, in, in like a scene coming up, he comes back and is like, I'm back. And they're like, we didn't notice you left. Uh, but yeah. like if they're talking about like, we need to help Aang, we need to do this. Wouldn't like one of them look at him 
when they're saying that. I think That's if I was right. like, and I we need, are here for you. Yeah, I think if I was like, no, I need to help my friend, I would look at my friend. Maybe somebody like dismissively waved a hand like towards yeah. the back of the room. Like, no, no, we have to help Aang. Gotta have this back fucking there. guy. <laughs> Sorry, Bato, we got stuff going on. <laughs> I really know. hate to disappoint you, Bato, my great, Bato. great friend, Bato. All, all anyone in this world wants is to impress Bato. And we know you are a vengeful sort, so <laughs> it's it's it really does not do me any favors to go against the will of Bato. Everyone knows what happens when you go against Bato's desires. Yeah. You pay dearly. Mm-hmm. But we have a job to do. Mm-hmm. I don't um, know, just a little weird. <laughs> This whole, yeah, this whole situation was botched. Like, everyone... It's very forced. Yeah, like, the the writers were like, we need them to fight. How do we make them fight? And then, like, they came up with a first draft and were like, all right, but it doesn't really make sense. And they're like, we don't have time. No, there's there's no rewrites, you know? We gotta just push it. It's going to have to make sense. Ship it. I guess I do like that uh, there's conflict on the team. I feel like we don't get a lot of conflict on the team. Not any, like, serious conflict, no. They, they like, bicker and all that, but... Sure. This is the first episode where we really have, like, what could be a fissure. But I guess it's for shitty reasons. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know. They didn't, it doesn't it, feel earned. <laughs> but does it feel like they really pay it off at the end? We'll get to it. <laughs> Um, having not heard the two of them say all of this because he fucking stormed off like a dumb child, uh, Aang is waiting around on Bato's boat when a messenger arrives riding one of those cool-ass ostrich horse things. Yep. Love these things. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They're very good. Um, Aang accepts the message and it reveals a map to Hakoda, their father, uh, his location. Mm-hmm. He stares at it wide-eyed, but then furrows his brow as he remembers the betrayal of his two best friends, and he crumples up the map and stuffs it in his shirt. What a dickhead. <laughs> what a moron. Why does everyone have to act this way in this I episode? Don't know. I You know, I don't know. I do have... Yeah, I'm just going to say it now. I was going to save this because, you know, there are some other things that come up in the episode... We have to remember, Brendan, we do have to remember mm-hmm. that these are children. Yes. Yeah. And in this episode, they make stupid childlike mistakes at like overreactions to things that are not that bad or not even actually happening. Just misunderstandings. Yeah. Things that if you're a dumb kid, you wouldn't know kind of the reality of the situation or like how to handle yourself. Mm -hmm. So this episode does do a good job of being like, oh, well, they're kids and kids do dumb stuff because kids don't know anything. Yeah. I'm not going to use that as an excuse for like people acting like assholes in this episode. Mm -hmm. But it is also kind of a reality of the situation. Uh, Yeah, it makes it a little... Not uh, enough. A little more manageable, but... Not enough, though. No. <laughs> I'm trying. I shouldn't try. Uh, he returns to the room and acts like the most conspicuous motherfucker who has ever <laughs> yeah. lived. 
Uh, he announces his return to the room. Yes, just like you said, Brendan. Katara says, I didn't even notice you left. Mm-hmm. Real dick thing to say. Some great friends of him. Maybe he was right to be so upset yeah. with them like he was. If I didn't notice somebody left and they said I'm back, I would just say welcome back. <laughs> okay, well, fuck you too then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, he is like really trying to act cool and downs a big bowl of sea prunes, which he then spits out, uh, but pretends that he loves. They're all kind of side eyeing him. I kind of like the the animation of him eating it and then like trying to force a smile and just instinctively gagging on it. Retching, like <laughs> spitting prunes out of his mouth. But he's like, yeah, this is great. It's pretty good. Bato is a good character. <laughs> Nobody believes you, Aang. <laughs> Uh, okay. Well, let's cut back to the shining star of this episode. Hey, Brendan, it's time to take the first stop on our grand reunion tour. (laughs) Yep. Which also doesn't get explored as much as it should have. Nope. Uh, the bounty brigade is what I've decided to call the three of them. All right. Fair. Yep. I probably only wrote that once in my notes, but I like it here. Uh, they roll up on the old herbalist lady from the Blue Spirit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they uh, are looking for the gang, and she cracks a joke about her cat getting into trouble. Yep. Uh, <laughs> it's not really that eventful, and they just kind of run off away from the scene, Yep, spoiling any potential that could have been yep that scene didn't need to happen (laughs) they you know they try to set up a thing with like a a couple of these little reunions but they only do it twice and the scenes only last like a second yep i think could have used a few more the second one is better but also too soon agreed i don't know we'll get to it uh back to the abbey ang is feeding appa when the crumpled map falls out of his pocket uh, a nun picks it up and is like, ah, oh, now I got you. You were littering. Yep. Just kind of a good bit. I also like Aang being shamed by a nun. That's a good Yeah, bit. fucking drag him. <laughs> uh, she hands it back and he stares dead eyed like into the camera as he tucks it back into his shirt like a creep. That's pretty <laughs> yeah. good. Uh, later on, Bato takes the kids to the boat. Uh, but Aang spots the ostrich horse tracks in the sand and blows them away. Uh, Sokka and Bato are talking about a water tribe rite of passage called Ice Dodging. Yes. Sounds kind of cool. It does sound kind of cool. I would like to see this actual thing in practice, you know, in the ice. Mm-hmm. But there's no ice where we are right now and... Sokka says, I never got to go ice dodging because my dad left when I was too young. And Bato says to them, you know what? Let's dodge some ice, kids. Do it right now. We're going to figure out how to do it around here. And Bato's going to lead the way. Mm -hmm. Follow Bato's lead and your entire life will be a success. (laughs) Just like mine. Just like Bato's has been. I now refer to myself in third person. He's basically Uncle Rico. I wish Uncle Rico was in this episode instead. That, would be so <laughs> that actually better. would be better. Yeah. 
Or like a similar character type if they meant like, oh, it's the old water tribe guy, but it, it's like a shithead, <laughs> like nobody loser like Uncle Rico instead of flavorless Bato. <laughs> Bet you that I could sail a boat around that ice. <laughs> I could have made state. I, I, what's, I don't even know. I have no idea. I've, I have not seen that film <laughs> In years. It's a great movie. It's good. It's a all time classic. <laughs> some would say. Um, and there was a point in time where I knew how to do the entire uh, dance Ooh, from the end I, of Napoleon Dynamite. I believe that. I did it in front of my entire high school. I believe that as well for a talent show or something. Uh, we used to do like uh, for homecoming week, there was like a lip sync thing where everybody had a theme mm-hmm. and ours was a dancing theme. So I dressed up like Napoleon Dynamite and then did the Napoleon Dynamite dance for the entirety of my high school. There you go. You know, the dancing isn't lip syncing. Yeah, I know. But uh, it was uh, <laughs> disqualified. The people did actually say to me, you can't do this because you're not lip syncing. I'm like, well, I'm I, mean, I don't know. I don't I'm, care. I, well, I'm going to do it. <laughs> I learned. I had dance. my mindset. <laughs> I had my mindset on doing the Napoleon Dynamite dance. So well, I yeah. learned it and did it. And it was fine. Fuck them. Yeah. Fuck them is right. Good for you. I did the little move where you kind of wave your hand back and forth and then stick it high up in the air. That's like the Napoleon Dynamite yep. dance move. Uh, I'll repeat the entire thing for you at some point. I don't remember any of it. <laughs> so I can't, I cannot follow through on that promise. <laughs> uh, what else is going on in this episode? Huh? Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> Brendan, we were again, we are contractually obligated to do this. <laughs> we're ice dodging. Uh, no, not quite yet. The sheer shoe is terrorizing the folks in the village that we were just in last week. That's right. Yeah. Way too soon Mm -hmm. to be back here. Like, ah, remember this classic location? Yeah, I do. This was the last episode. You got to give it at least like one more episode. (laughs) No, no. We're immediately back here. (laughs) What if... (laughs) What if this was out of order and they go to a village that they'll be in in the next episode? Mm, it turns that's out an that idea. the sheer shoe can smell the future. They go all the way to like the finale of Avatar The Last Airbender and <laughs> like Aang and whoever are fighting and they're like, you're not supposed to be here yet. Okay. <laughs> oh, too soon. Too soon. <laughs> we'll see you later. It's fine. I'm sorry. I spoiled everything. Um, No, they're back to the village from... The previous episode, Aunt Wu was here, of course. Mm-hmm. Mang is not here, which is a huge disappointment. Yeah, real letdown. And kind of sours the uh, hopes that we might have had that we'll get to see Mang again on this television show. <laughs> is this the last of Aunt Wu? <laughs> Only time will tell. Or you know what? Aunt Wu would know because she can see the future. Ooh, that's right. Allegedly. But, but she won't tell. At least not this time around. But maybe the next time we see her. Oops, I I spoiled. (laughs) I don't actually remember if we get to see Aunt Wu after this. (laughs) Perhaps that is a spoiler that I don't remember. (laughs) Now I don't know what to think. I don't know. I'm I'm saying too much. Uh, Aunt Wu is staring smugly at the three of them 
Uh, Zuko's like, what are we doing here? And June says, the girl must have spent a lot of time here, which I think is kind of funny. Yeah, pretty good. It's a good bit. Uh, Aunt Wu says to Iroh, care to hear your fortune, handsome? Ooh. Iroh's just getting it from everybody in this episode. He's just drowning in ladies. Understandably so. I mean, look (laughs) at the guy. Plus, we know he's got money. Did you see that monkey that he bought? I did. So, you know, I can understand. Um, Iroh says, at my age, there's really only one big surprise left, and I'd just as soon leave it a mystery. Ooh, he's talking about death. That's a good line. Yeah. Um, And is also one of those, like, quotes that gets turned into a very blurry sort of meme image with a yellow caption and then gets shared on Twitter <laughs> accounts that are called, like, Iro Daily. Just Iro things. Just Iro things with a flower emoji <laughs> in the handle of the Twitter account. <laughs> One of many Iro quotes that is that exact thing. Yep, yep. <laughs> Put it on a picture of a, uh, a minion. Somebody cross stitches it into like a little thing and then hangs it on their wall. <laughs> um, but it is a good line. Um, now, Brendan, it's ice dodging time. Oh, okay. Thank God. Let's dodge some ice, huh? Uh, Bato describes the ceremonial nature of this and says uh, instead of dodging big blocks of ice, they're going to be dodging huge boulders in the river that they're heading down. Sure. It's close enough. Yeah, why not? You got to make the most of what you're given, you know? Yeah. So Very let's get to it. Bato, yeah, I've always said that about him. It's one of his best qualities. <laughs> he knows what to do. Yeah, he makes lemons out of lemonade. <laughs> and I know that I said that backwards, but it's more accurate for Bato. Yeah, yeah and I, I assumed you did it intentionally. I, I wasn't, and then as I was going along, I'm like, yeah, let's let's keep going. Let's keep saying this. Roll with it. <laughs> uh, Bato assigns them all jobs. Uh, Sokka must steer wisely. Mm-hmm. Uh, Katara must control the mainsail bravely. Mm-hmm. And Aang must control the jib, and his position Powerfully. is about trust. Oh, trust. I thought we were talking about Zelda again. Wiz- yes, you must be the, uh, I can't even fucking remember to be able to make this joke. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't matter. You're the Ganon of the group. I've always said that uh, Sokka is kind of like an Impa. He's like mm-hmm. the Impa of the, the group, of the Avatar universe. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> no, but yes. No, no. <laughs> No, you shouldn't, because it's not true. Uh, Aang is uncomfortable with the concept of being in a position of trust, uh, but he has to play it cool. So he's like, yeah, trust, duh, I get trust. You can trust me. Please trust me. I am the avatar. I am the epitome of trust. There's no reason anyone should ever distrust me at any time. So you have made the right call, Bato, my man, by giving me this job. <laughs> Everything's going to be fine. Uh, Bato cannot help them, though, so they have to start the trial now on their own. Uh, Sokka is barking out orders to everyone. They somehow all know perfectly how to sail a ship. I don't yep, know. Yep, 
Uh, yep. <laughs> <laughs> Again, probably not worth questioning it. No. Aang shouldn't know shit about this, but he's doing a fine job, so. He even questions it and then does the thing. He's like, I don't know what that means, but then still does it anyway. It's probably this thing. <laughs> Let's give it a try. His power of intuition. Yeah, he's got those avatar instincts that kick in, you know, when he needs them. There was probably an avatar that was a sailor at some point. Well, I mean, there's been water tribe uh, avatars, so that would yeah. make sense to me. Yeah. So, yeah, you can kind of tap into those memory resources and figure out what you need to do. That's how that works. He says he uses Bene Gesserit powers. It would be funny if he, like, entered into the avatar state and then was, like, sailing the ship really kick-ass. <laughs> and he just, like, over overshadows uh, Sokka for it. <laughs> Fuck your rite of passage. I'm in control <laughs> I'm now. the captain now. <laughs> I'm the new leader of your water tribe. I'm not even from there. <laughs> um. Yeah, they're sailing along. They dodge some boulders. I don't know. It's fine. Uh, they head into a unavoidable cluster of boulders and Bato's like, Sokka, I think you've had enough fun for today. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> Sokka says, not on your life, weird uncle, and <laughs> orders Katara to bend some water and Aang to pump the sail full of air. Mm-hmm. Doing this, they uh, rise up above the rocks and safely sail over them. They've passed their ice-dodging test. Yeah. Was it exciting? Uh, I guess, like, kind of. Like, a little bit. In an episode of mostly not exciting things, you gotta take what they give you. Yeah. <laughs> Can't be too picky. <laughs> well, we'll thank them for it this time. Um, they've passed the ritual. Bato commemorates it by marking the children with symbols on their heads. Sokka gets the mark of the wise, which he says is the same mark your father earned. Ooh. Just kind of fun. Yeah. Um, Katara gets the mark of the brave. Uh, I kind of like these close-up shots of Katara and Sokka that we get here as he's marking their faces. Uh-huh. They look genuinely happy and innocent, you know, like children like, should. Yeah. <laughs> Again, this is like the one episode where it's like, oh, yeah, they're all small children. Mm-hmm. So uh, Aang gets the mark of the trusted, uh, but the guilt has simply become too much for him. And he says, you can't trust me and brandishes the crumpled map that he had been hiding this whole time. For, like, a few hours for the night. One really night. not that long. Not, yeah, that not long. even a full 24 hours. Yeah. Uh, but the fact that he was hiding it at all is enough for Sokka to explode at him. Mm -hmm. And he is legitimately furious. We've never seen Sokka this upset before. No, he's fucking pissed. Um... Yeah, rightfully so. Also not right. I don't, you know, again. Yeah, whatever. I get it. If he's a child, fine. <laughs> if we're going with that. We got to get through this fucking episode. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, he tells Aang to fuck off to the North Pole all by himself. <laughs> Which is a great, uh, great tell off. Yeah. You know what? I'm out of here. Come on, kid. Fuck off to the North Pole. <laughs> Why don't you fuck, fuck off to the North Pole, you avatar? <laughs> Get. 
You bald-headed fuck. <laughs> uh, he asks Katara, are you with me? And she bows her head and solemnly says, I'm with you. So even Katara is now turned against Aang. Now he he made them leave him. He thought they were going to leave him. And then he did the thing that made them leave him. By his own action, they've deserted him. Oh, no. He could have had it another way, but he blew it. Mm-hmm. What an emotional beat this is. <laughs> Uh, back in the Abbey, everyone is looking real sad as Sokka and Katara are getting ready to leave with Bato. Uh, Katara walks up to Aang and says, good luck. And then that's that. That's the end of their relationship. Yep. They, they exit the scene and the show. Goodbye to these two characters. It's been a fun 14 and a half episodes, but now you have must be on your way. Mm-hmm. Aang will find a new group of friends to go to the North Pole with him. Better friends. <laughs> friends that won't desert him when times get tough. That won't leave him for fucking Bato. To hang out with a weird old creepy dude. <laughs> uh, yes, they all walk out of the gate. Uh, Aang follows behind them. Sometime later on, the Shearshoe bursts through these same gates and can see that purple trail everywhere. Mm -hmm. um, it cuts to the water tribers walking along in the forest and they hear a wolf howling. That wolf sounds so sad. It's probably wounded. No, it's been separated from the pack. I understand that pain. It's how I felt when the water tribe warriors had to leave me behind. They were my family, and being apart from them was more painful than my wounds. Bato says it's been separated from the pack. Like me. <laughs> he literally, this is so forced. He's like, I know that pain. I'm something of a lone wolf, you oh, see. Fucking nerd, this guy. Also, Aang is now a lone wolf, just like I've been. It's really not hard. It's, it's really hard to be in that position. Would you like me to continue digging into this lone wolf metaphor a little bit further? Are you getting it? Are you seeing what I'm doing here? Times are tough out there for Bato. Lonely Bato. No <laughs> friends in the world. <laughs> it's all Bato. Me, myself, and Bato. <laughs> Uh, Sokka has one last flashback of his father leaving the water tribe and realizes we can't do this to Aang. We must return to him. Katara agrees. Bato says for what feels like the eighth time in this episode, your father understands and he'd be proud. <laughs> You're looking more like your father, Sokka. <laughs> this is Zonus. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't fucking know. You don't speak for my father, Bato. <laughs> uh, he gives them the map so they can find them later, and they all separate. Uh, Aang is hanging out near the boat when a nun rushes in and tells him he needs to leave right away. He's like, Christ, lady, I'm not even bothering you guys right now. <laughs> God, I get it. Everyone fucking hates me. If you want me to leave so bad, I'll just fuck off to the North Pole already. <laughs> yeah. That's what everyone what, told me to do. Why don't you? <laughs> well, uh, do it already. <laughs> um, 
She says that the Abbey is under attack by a fierce woman with a horrible monster and a boy with a scar. Ooh, there's only one of those in the world. There's not a lot of boys with scars around here in this war-torn world where children have to fight to protect their home, so it must be the one guy that I know. Could only be one, yep. This makes perfect sense. Uh... And she says they're tracking someone with the scent of a necklace. Aang's like, necklace? I've literally never talked about a necklace before. Oh, wait. Oh, my God. Oh, hold on a second. Finally, it matters. He says, he, even Aang says it, too. He goes, oh, shit, really? <laughs> oh, wait, we're doing it? <laughs> oh, my oh, God. this? <laughs> Oh, God. God damn, I didn't think that would ever pay off. Okay, okay, well, I guess I'll come back. All right, yeah, fucking let's go. <laughs> let's let's see what this is all about. <laughs> um, Katara and Sokka are walking back in that direction when they're apprehended by Zuko and the rest. Uh, June takes a jab at Zuko and says that his girlfriend, Katara, is way too pretty for him. Mm-hmm. Um, which is kind of fun. And Zuko... Doesn't care for that at all, as Zuko would not. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Sokka says that they split up from Aang, and Zuko's like, is this a fucking joke? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what do you take me for? That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> this is, yeah, from what I've seen, you guys had a great relationship. No weird old guy that you used to know got in the <laughs> middle of your happiness. I don't buy this for a fucking second. <laughs> Uh, they try to make a break for it, but the Shirshu whips them with its tongue and they fall over paralyzed. Uh, it sniffs the map that they were holding. So now it has Aang scent mm-hmm. and starts to follow it towards his location. And that's why he had to keep shoving it in his shirt. Mm-hmm. So and it had all that Aang juice all over it. <laughs> yeah. mm, this tastes just like Aang. <laughs> Iroh picks it up and... Sniffs it, and he's like, oh, yeah, that smells like Aang. That's boy stank. (laughs) That's that little bald boy. I know that smell from anywhere. I could smell that bald boy from a continent away. And June's like, why am I so horny for you, old man? I don't understand. Uh, It's going to work out between the two of them, though. As long as he Uh, doesn't pull any fucking, uh, what is it, sandlot? (laughs) I'm not even sure what you're saying, but I'm sure it's I'm sure it works. <laughs> the uh kid who pretends to be drowning so they can kiss the um Oh yes, 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 yes. The the lifeguard. Good bit. Mm-hmm. Uh he wouldn't try to pull anything like that. He's a man of integrity. Yeah. Um The three of them with Sokka and Katara in tow burst through the gates of the Abbey. The Shirshu spins around in circles and looks at the blue trail, which spirals high into the sky above as Aang is just doing donuts with his glider. Yep. Which is pretty good. Uh, It flies past the Shirshu, making it stand on its hind legs, flipping everybody off of its back. Mm -hmm. Stupid thing. (laughs) Dumbass animal. (laughs) Get some eyes, you blind fuck. (laughs) Fucking idiot. Learn to see, stupid ass. (laughs) Learn to be a man, you animal. Um, June gets back on and charges at Aang, but Appa rushes in and headbutts the two of them away. Yeah. Fuck him up, Appa. 
Get him, Appa. I want to see Appa fight some more. Yeah. Or maybe I don't, kind of based on what happens to Appa here. Yeah. Appa gets it pretty bad. They do our boy dirty. And it hurts to see. It hurts my soul to see this happen to Appa. Mm -hmm. Um, Now Zuko stands before Aang and they duel. Uh, Zuko unleashes as many fiery punches as he can. And Aang sidesteps them almost like he's kind of dancing with Zuko. It's, you know, decent choreography. Yeah, it's kind of fun. Not a bad fight scene. Um, (laughs) While they're doing this, Aang should have been like, hey, you remember when you were the blue spirit? That was weird, huh? Hey, that was kind of (laughs) cool. That was crazy when we were almost friends for a minute. How come we've never talked about that? So are we friends yet? Do you want to like play Pokemon Stadium or something? Like, what is what? What are we? <laughs> They'll figure it out. Um, they simultaneously strike at each other, which creates a huge explosion, sending them both flying away. Uh, everyone is down right now except for Iroh, who runs to June and caresses her face gently. Mm-hmm. <laughs> She wakes up and scowls at him and whips the sheer shoe and rides away on it. But Iroh has a big smile on his face like this is the most action I've gotten in years. (laughs) Finally, the touch of a woman. Iroh's back, baby. (laughs) Uh, This is all I live for in this episode. (laughs) He's he's such a fucking lech. (laughs) (laughs) No, it's good. Iroh deserves it, you know. He's out here putting in the work, and uh, she's into it. <laughs> um, they charge at Appa, and the Shearshoe manages to strike him with its tongue. Uh, Appa collapses for a minute, but f- finds the grit and determination to get up and continue the fight. Yeah. Love Appa. Fuck yeah, in this Appa. Scene. Go get him, Appa. Uh, they run into each other and collide head-to-head. Sending June flying past Appa, she whips him on her way by, and I want her fucking head for this. (laughs) How dare you? You are my sweet man. (laughs) I want her dead. Uh, Aang and Zuko wake up and fight on the rooftops before the Shearshoe jumps up and starts chasing Aang. Uh, Appa blows some wind at it with his mighty tail, uh, meanwhile, Sokka and Katara are sitting up a little bit, and Sokka's like, I'm starting to get some feeling back. Some shingles fall on him, and he says, ow, so that's kind of a good bit. Yeah. <laughs> uh, there's some more fighting going on. We see Iroh also smell a bottle of perfume and then pocket it. He does. He just steals it. <laughs> You're coming home with me. <laughs> Ooh. I'll tuck that in my purse. <laughs> um. Aang sees Katara's necklace in Zuko's hand. Uh, And they have a cool fight sequence above a well. Yeah, I kind of like this. It's pretty good. Like, Zuko's launching a lot of attacks and Aang is kind of contorting his body around the well. This is, you know, hey, Brendan, Mm -hmm. I'm going to blow your fucking mind here. This fight is well done. Oh, shit. Oh, my God, he did it. Uh, yeah, that was really good. That's the most excitement I've felt for the last hour and a half that we've been talking to each other. Uh, I can't even see where I am anymore based on what I just did. Okay, here we are. <laughs> you yes. fucked it all up. <laughs> it was worth it. It was worth it. 
Uh, Aang knocks Zuko away, but snags the necklace while he plummets into the well. Uh, Zuko unleashes a huge fire blast into the well, but Aang turns it away uh, with a huge watery geyser that he sends shooting up, knocking Zuko away. Mm -hmm. Um, He gets up and chases Aang some more. Uh, Appa tries to fight off Zuko, but the Shirshu whips him several times with its tongue, causing Appa to collapse in paralysis. Why are they doing this to me? Poor Appa. This shouldn't be happening on this show. It's, anyone it's else. Terrible. Take anyone else. <laughs> I'll sacrifice myself. Can you put me in the world of Avatar The Last Airbender and cut my head off? It should have been Bato. It should have been Bato. I know they have like a big scene where Bato sacrifices himself. Like, <laughs> stop the fighting. Take me instead. No, we, we don't want you. <laughs> no, this is this means nothing to me or the viewers. Who are you? <laughs> Why did you come here? Can you leave right Go, now? Get, get out of here. Yeah. Everyone says it like every single character in the scene says, get the fuck out of here, Bato. It's just stop fighting. They're like, hold on a second. Wait, 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 wait. What the fuck did you just say, Bato? Bato, get the fuck out of here. They're all just berating him when he leaves, sadly. <laughs> I can see I'm not wanted here. Yes. Yeah, go. <laughs> get get out of the show for good. Bato says, what show? You're like, you wouldn't understand, you fucking idiot. <laughs> Oh, okay. Well, one of the nuns wakes Sokka and Katara up with some smelling salts. Uh, Sokka says, that thing sees with its nose. Let's give it something to look at. Yeah, he tried. There's, you know, it's not a terrible line. He was was almost there. It just needs like a little bit of workshopping. It does, but then also the nun ruins it by making it obvious for children at home and being like, oh, you mean the perfume, correct? You want us to use the perfume. We to should, fight against the thing. We should overwhelm it with the smell of the perfume is what you're saying. Sokka's like, you could have just left it there. You know, I think people kind of put the pieces together. <laughs> and if they, Sist, if they hadn't, they would figure it out when we do it in two seconds. No, no, the children are not. Quick enough to pick up on things, even when it is, yeah, literally the next scene that happens here. Uh, the nuns tip over some huge jars of perfume. Katara bends it into a gigantic cloud, which is also kind of fun. Kind of neat, yeah. Uh, it splashes down on top of the sheer shoe, and its vision is now completely overtaken by all sorts of crazy colors, and it freaks the fuck out. Which is, yeah, it uh, it probably would. I honestly feel kind of bad for this thing in this situation. Yeah, it's it's blameless. You know, it's just a beast. Except for what it did to Appa. Yeah, I mean, it. this is payback. You know, karma is a bitch when you mess with the number one sky bison. Mm-hmm. So you get what uh, you had coming for you. Uh, it starts whipping its tongue around like crazy. Uh, it hits Zuko, knocking him over, and then it hits June. Mm-hmm. Iroh yells, no, and runs into Catcher. It's very good. <laughs> uh, the sheer shoe runs away. The fight is over. Yes, Brendan, we get is we get then what is undeniably the best part of the entire episode. <laughs> it's this one bit is yep. the best part. Uh, Zuko is laying on the ground. Iroh is laying next to him. 
with June sort of splayed out on top of him and he has his arm around her. <laughs> like they're cuddling. Uh, Zuko says, Uncle, I didn't see you get hit with the tongue. To which Iroh shushes him and closes his eyes and smiles and June opens her eyes and scowls at Iroh. <laughs> it's... This is such a good bit. <laughs> You're blowing this for me, nephew. <laughs> hey, shut the fuck up, kid. <laughs> Play it cool, all right? <laughs> this is... I've been waiting for this. I've been guiding you on this fucking journey for years on your little boat. <laughs> I would never do this to you. No. Let please, me have I support this. <laughs> Be my wingman, nephew of mine. <laughs> Uh, it's a really good bit. It's almost enough to save this episode. Um, almost. Well, it would take a lot more of that. <laughs> uh, the gang flies away. All is forgiven between them and Sokka and Katara are going with Aang to the North Pole. Uh, Aang surprises Katara with her mother's necklace. Yes, our long national nightmare is over. Brendan, Katara has her necklace back. Finally reunited. <laughs> I've been worrying about it ever since. We know how important that necklace was to her. I mean, she made it very clear. And everyone, whenever they talked about the necklace, they were like, I mean, goddamn, like Katara really cares about that necklace. So we got to do everything we can to get it back. She hasn't been the same since she lost that necklace. She's a changed person. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, just let her have a little bit of her innocence back without that necklace. Who is she? <laughs> But now we can finally start to figure out, you know, who Katara is really meant to be now that she's kind of she's whole again. Mm -hmm. Thank God. And and we never have to talk about that necklace again. <laughs> Hopefully. Because we've been nonstop talking about it. So mm -hmm. this uh, makes things a little easier for us. It's all I could think about. Um, well, think of it no longer. It's it's safely in her possession and around her neck. I will never think about it again. <laughs> uh, Aang jokes that Zuko wanted her to have her necklace back, and she tells Aang to give Zuko a kiss for her and then kisses Aang on the cheek. Mm. Aw. Sweet little moment. Uh, so lying to his best friends really worked out in his favor because uh, that kiss is more important to him than the entire mission that this show is all about. Yep. All it took was betraying his best friend's trust and keeping them away from their widowed father who they haven't <laughs> seen in many years, who's been fighting in a grueling war. Yep. But Aang got a little smooch out of it. Worth it. It was worth it and a great way to end the episode. Yep, 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 yep. Bato of the Water Tribe. That's the episode. That was the episode. Hey, Brendan, I wonder how you felt about this episode. Uh, it was fine. <laughs> yeah. What more is there to be said? Yeah, uh, I didn't. I mean, it, it's probably the worst one. Um, but even then, it's it was just fine. <laughs> We get the good bits with Zuko and Iroh and their kind of whole mm. story. Again, yeah, just like you said earlier, the B story is the better story. Here. Yeah, that's what the B stands for. 
better. <clears throat> the better we got the B story, the better story, and the A story, the ass story. Ass, ass story, yeah. That story was ass. <laughs> <laughs> the awful story. <laughs> the awful story. I like And the and the bitchin' story. <laughs> I liked the bit where Aang ate the prunes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's it. I liked I liked that. The face that he made was pretty good. I mean, yeah, we, this is what we have to do with this episode is like pick and choose the little bits that we liked because the whole thing was kind of just a huge snooze fest. Yeah. Uh, Um, When, yeah. Yeah. I just, I imagine they're setting June up to come back. Uh, yeah. I mean, a good character, an interesting character with like a cool animal which we're always down to see like new cool animals that can do weird funky things in this world so that's fun yeah she seems like she'll be a at least a returning character if not a bigger character um mm-hmm. i don't know fuck bato <laughs> i hope we never see him again to name the episode bato of the water tribe and you're like oh god damn like we're gonna do a water tribe thing with these water tribe kids. This might be like a big moment. Mm-hmm. And then you get the fucking stick in the mud. That is Bato. He's <laughs> useless. Everyone acts really out of character all episode. I know we, as much as I tried and then you almost kind of bought into like my explanation of no, no, they're just kids. Like I kids mean, will act this way. They are, but it's also not the way that they've been acting. They are kids. They have been kids for this yeah. entire show, and this is not who they are. Yeah, you're right. Um, I don't know. It was fine. I, I, it's it's the most unremarkable episode for me that we have had. I think it's like the first time I'm glad that it's over. <laughs> we can move Same. on. I know. This is it. Very much. This one very much felt like homework. Like, well, we watched Bato of the Water Tribe. Like, I hope it gets better from here. Uh, it's it yeah. stinks because we even are coming off of like a few really great episodes that are integral to like the plot of the show. And yeah. then even a filler episode, which is not super integral to the show, but is like a great example of how you can do a filler episode in the yeah. right way. And maybe that's part of why it feels so uh, underwhelming is because we've had such good episodes around it. Mm hmm. It feels like a step back or multiple steps back. This was the kind of thing that you would maybe expect them do to do in like the first few episodes of this show where they're kind of like figuring it out. Yeah. When uh, it would make sense for like Ang to be like, I think they might leave me for this. Like, haven't you spent enough time together to know that like that is not yeah. what they would do? And this is not how you should react. I, yeah, you're right about that. Um, I don't know. It is what it is. I, got, I, I don't really have that much to say about it at this point. This is a clunker of an episode. Yeah, there's not really much else to say. I would be willing to say that probably, I, I, I mean, I'll have to look back, but I would be willing to say that this is, to this point, my least favorite episode that we have watched of this uh, this television show. I think I would agree, yeah. Uh, which is a shame. You know. how, is, how does this one hold up uh, among the fans? Because I know that the Great Divide was rated the worst episode where does this one sit i didn't really look into it but uh, i i i mean hey i could take the time right now no we don't have to do that for this fucking episode <laughs> uh i i guess maybe 
to say that like I don't have any idea how people feel about this episode gives some sort of indication that I don't think anybody is talking about this episode. That's weird. Because uh, I thought The Great Divide was kind of fun. Yeah. This one, There's though, something to talk about there. Yeah. So how did that one... Did people just forget about this one? <laughs> it's a good question, yeah. When you even stack the, those two against each other, you're like, yeah. well, there's there's so many more little things we can pick out of that. Or do they let... We had fun. Do, like, maybe they let June carry this episode, and they're like, oh, we like her character so much that we're going to give the whole episode a pass. It's almost enough for me, but <laughs> we spend too much time with fucking Bato. Bato. Who sucks. <laughs> it's like the most I can say about Bato, too, is, it's you know, he just sucks. He's like not interesting. Yeah. But I don't have any like a lot of specific complaints to make about him because he's so stale. Yep. There's not a lot I can say like, well, this I don't like about Bato. It's just like he's he's nothing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just, it happened. He was there. Bato is a person. Yep. Allegedly. I mean, <laughs> I, I, yeah, I'll reserve judgment until I've really examined the character, which we will get to do, you know, many times over in future episodes. Bato, a really important recurring character no. in the history of the show. No. He's got so much room to grow, and we're going to kind of get into what really makes Bato tick. No. <laughs> Please, no. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, get, you know, clear room for Bato in your heart, Brendan, because he's going to be taking up a permanent residence probably for the rest of your life. <laughs> so uh, would you like to stop talking about Bato of the Water Tribe? I would. That's enough. No more. All right. Bato of the Water Tribe, episode 15. Thumbs down. <laughs> not our favorite episode that's okay they'll we'll get them next time they can't all be winners no they can't all be winners but you know who are winners brendan are people who email to our show just like someone did this week like joseph but a but email from joseph oh, joseph you get your own email you song. got your own personalized email song that's the first and maybe the only one who knows uh <laughs> This is an email from Joseph regarding the fortune teller. Uh, he Hi, says, Joseph. Uh, hello, Joseph. Thank you. He says, I agree with you guys about this episode. Can you refresh what it, we liked this episode? That's what we're agreeing with. Uh, yeah, sure. <laughs> it's very entertaining and very funny. If I had just read the next sentence, I would have known what he was talking about. <laughs> just continue on, Brendan. You can do it. I think the scene where Ang stops the lava is one of his best bending scenes in the series. Uh, keep in mind, he does it without the Avatar state. It's all Airbender Aang, uh, which I, yeah, I actually hadn't even considered that. Um, but that is a good point. He he didn't do anything special for it. He's just that good. Every time we've seen him do something particularly badass, it has, yeah, called upon his Avatar state powers. But no, this is this is purely what he's made of in this moment. Mm -hmm. So that is that is very cool. Yeah. Uh, one last thing Joseph goes on to say in relation to the talk about what to do in a bear encounter, I want to recommend a great podcast called this. Is this the second email we got about the bear thing? Uh, I'm not sure, but I'm really intrigued. By uh, this. A great podcast called Tooth and Claw. It focuses on conservation, but tells the stories of animal encounters slash attacks and what the right thing to do is. 
Uh, one of the guys is an actual wildlife biologist, and it's very informative and consistently funny. Check it out. Uh, Tooth and Claw, you can just reach out at gotarecap at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, and send us the check. We'll, you can, we'll discuss the, the fee for that plug for you. It's going to uh, be big, though. It's going to be big. <laughs> and you can blame uh, Joseph for that. <laughs> uh, no, that sounds kind of cool. Uh, that I would probably check that out while I'm at work. Um, it does sound actually pretty good. I, I will check that out. Yeah, because um, I, I want to know what to do when there's a bear. I, I'm told you make yourself really big. But then I also hear a bunch of other things that don't say that. Well, so this is what we discussed a little bit during that episode, Brendan, is there's, there's different rules based on the type of bear. Mm-hmm. There's brown bears and black bears, uh, and one of them you're supposed to do exactly that, is make yourself very big. And then the other one, I'm pretty sure they tell you to play dead. Yeah, that's right. And I think that is legit. I'm recalling this conversation now (laughs) where we have to stop the bear and ask them what kind of bear they are. Yes, yes, it's all coming back. But I also think part of the problem is is it's it's brown bears and black bears, which you're like, okay, I can look at the color of the bear, but I don't think that they're actually like – pure brown and like pure black yeah i don't know that i would know which one was which i would know that's a bear where's my gun (laughs) how fast can i run how to defend myself from a bear is carry a gun in the woods how do i befriend this bear (laughs) and have a sort of bonding moment Hmm. how do i become a brother to this bear (laughs) i've seen that one too (laughs) Uh, I, yeah, I don't know. Bear, I, this is the thing. I, I may be burying the lead a bit, a little bit here, Brendan. Was that a bear pun? Bears are, hey, that's really good. Yeah. It wasn't meant to be, but it has now become one. Yep. A r- retroactive pun. I may be burying the lead. Very good. Yeah, that's very good. Uh, bears are my favorite animal. Whoa. I should have mentioned this before. Yeah, I did not know that. So you would think that I would know what to do. I a bear, An animal can be your favorite animal without having a lot of personal interactions with them. You know, you can respect an animal from a distance. <laughs> without knowing shit about it. <laughs> I mean, you know, I know that bears are funny and they like to scratch their backs on trees mm-hmm. and get there. They wear little red t-shirts and love honey. Get their nose stuck in a beehive and say, oh, bother. <laughs> Bears will do this. They do all, all the, the time. time. Yeah. Constantly. <laughs> seemingly all bears are good for. And their best friends are pigs. It's fucking wild. It's, it doesn't make any sense. The natural order of the animal kingdom has been thrown off by bears. <laughs> uh, so I, it, it is now, it falls upon me to learn how to properly deal with bears. So I, I, you can respect bears... Mm-hmm. I, as as bears being my favorite animal, I love them, and I do want to see bears in person. But I mm-hmm. don't. I maybe in a controlled environment. Yeah, or you could listen to Tooth and Claw. No, now you're doing That's the, the last plugs. one. That's the last one. <laughs> but do you think if we do more plugs, they'll give us more money? <laughs> Unlikely. No, it's probably a, just a flat rate for the episode. Flat, yeah, hundred thousand dollar fee. You got to add a couple zeros on there. Yeah. yeah, if we keep doing this. Look, hey, we did it several times. The charge has gone up, my friends. Uh, thank you, Joseph. Thank um, you, Joseph. Uh, yeah. If anyone else would like to email in, that email again is got a recap at gmail.com. 
You can also tweet us with your bear facts at Gotta Recap. Uh, I, would, can, I would love it. Yeah, you could send us pictures of bears on Instagram at Gotta Recap. I'd love that even more. You can uh, comment on our YouTube channel, uh, which I don't have a quick plug for. So just search Gotta Recap on YouTube and then, I don't know, leave a comment about a bear. I would, I, these are all things that would be great for me. Yep. Uh, leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify or wherever, uh, telling everyone how you can barely stand it when we go on about other podcasts. (laughs) 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 Um, uh, is there anything else on Facebook? Got to recap. You'll find us in all these places. That's all of them. Uh, Twitch.tv slash Bob the Virus. Brendan playing a lot of Zelda right now. Yep. I'm kind of doing a thing with that where I played the first four hours on stream and then I've been turning it on when something interesting is coming up. Okay. So I turned it on for the temple that I did, uh, but nothing in between that (laughs) is on stream. Well, check in with Brendan anyway. See him playing the Zelda game. And, uh, you know, again, that's something that we'll probably be talking about a little bit more on this podcast in the future. Yeah. I've also been playing a lot of Dark Cloud 2, starring Robin. Similar vibe. Yep. Similar level of importance. Make weapons and build things. Okay, so Tears of the Kingdom ripping off Mm -hmm. Dark Cloud 2, I guess you could say. Yep. Yep. Wholesale. In fact, I've been saying it for years. Yeah, because Tears of the Kingdom has been out for years. What am I trying to say? (laughs) (laughs) I don't even know. It's late. It's late. We've spent a lot of time talking about this fucking episode. Uh, (laughs) Hey, Brendan. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bato of the Water Tribe, huh? Yep. (laughs) Uh, But, but all, but... All I want to do is move on to next week's episode instead. (laughs) Yeah. It's kind of the same pun over and over again. Yep. (laughs) Uh, It was worth it, though. Uh, We'll see everyone for hopefully a much better episode next week in episode 16. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Thank you all. (laughs) Thank you all so much for listening. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.